Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, Iconic Army. Bora hey. And welcome to our first mini-mani. Yes, welcome to our very first mini-mani. So let's just tell you what mini-manis are. They are a new series of miniature episodes where we cover big topics, much like the small, large pairing of Jimin and Namjoon. So these are relevant topics that we want to discuss, but aren't able to share in other episodes. Yeah, like... Today's topic. Super excited to dive into it. On that note, welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. Yeah. Today we're going to chit chat about the Rolling Stone interview with RM and Pharrell. We just felt that there was a lot to say here. So we wanted to do our first mini money on it. Yeah. I mean, there really is so much to say here because this is coming right before RM's album release on November 25th. Mm -hmm. So seeing him sit down with someone who is such an icon to him um, and have this conversation, we just felt like we needed to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Needed its own mini money episode. Its own mini money. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Before we get into today's mini money, we want to say thanks, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. You can support us even further on Patreon if you would like at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can always make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. What we're referencing for this mini money is, of course, the Rolling Stone article, What If I Don't Like Music Anymore? A Wildly Honest Conversation Between BTS's RM and Pharrell Williams. Alongside this article, they also had a YouTube video that went out with the interview. It has not all of the article, but it has a, a lot of it. And this is titled BTS's RM and Pharrell Talk Producing, Their Upcoming Collab, and More. And this is in their Musicians on Musicians series. I think that Pharrell is such an icon and he's had a really long career. He's an American rapper and producer and his career at this point is stretching decades since his start in the 1990s. He has notable hits of his own such as Happy, Beautiful, and Take It Off while also writing and producing some of the biggest hits in recent decades such as Get Lucky by Daft Punk, 
All Right by Kendrick Lamar, Holla Back Girl by Gwen Stefani, and Slave for You by Britney Spears. I mean, hits. really, <laughs> hits, just to name a few, but that yeah. list is lengthy. Um, he's truly a legend and an icon, and he's someone who Namjoon has looked up to since the beginning of his own personal journey with music. Um, and Namjoon said that he actually translated Pharrell's Take It Off into Korean in 2005 when he was first getting into rap. So that's just how impactful he is to him. Which really shows the reverence that RM has for Pharrell. And that's what also makes this interview a powerful one, during which RM really gets much needed insight and advice on how to have a career with longevity in the music industry. Yeah. And I think that that topic is what made this conversation stand out so much to us Mm -hmm. because it really did feel like that advice seeking from somebody with wisdom and with experience longer than much experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we have some topics from the interview that really piqued our interest. The first one was when Namjoon asked Pharrell about where he knows how to add himself into a song like what his role is going to be is he going to just produce on it is he going to contribute to the lyrics if he gets on the song is he singing is he rapping what you know hat does he take in that song and I love that first of all Pharrell is super appreciative of RM he says he's literally never been asked that question before and that it seems obvious that it's a question that would maybe be asked but he's never been asked it right yeah only from another musician, perhaps. Right. But his decision is really definitive, and he says it's really a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. He goes with his gut, and he trusts his gut. He doesn't try to overthink it or intellectualize it too much or think about all of the different scenarios. He just goes with what he's feeling. Yeah, he doesn't take too many factors into consideration. He goes with that gut feeling, which yeah. I think is just so such wise advice to be giving Namjoon, who I think can get think about xyz like he thinks all of the how it could all play out you know might be overthinking it a little bit so for for pharrell to say now i just go with the gut feeling where where the song where i feel the song needs it totally that's where he goes totally yeah namjoon also asks how do you deal with all the responsibilities to be good and moral and you can tell that this is really weighing on namjoon because he talks about how he feels like He's become a representative for the Asian community and that this isn't really a role that he thought he would be taking on. And so he has all these responsibilities to be good and moral. And Pharrell's response is to educate yourself, set up nonprofits and basically to do the work to make it better. And Pharrell even says, you know, where I once was ignorant, I strive to, you know, grow out of that and to learn from that and to do better. Yeah. yeah. And to know, like, just I think purely that if you are having those experiences where you're in the position to, you know, like, for example, Namjoon speaking at the UN, mm-hmm. like, then make the most of it and realize that in that moment, you are doing the work. You're mm-hmm. doing the work that you need to be doing to better yourself personally. Yeah. And that's why you're there. Right. Yeah. And I think that that really helped Namjoon kind of like almost shift his perspective and how he feels about taking on those those responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he doesn't take it lightly and he shouldn't. But, mm-hmm. you know, I I think he's put in a, an immense amount of stress on himself because he takes it, you know, just so seriously. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Pharrell just saying, hey, you are doing the work. Mm-hmm. You're already there. You're there for a reason. Yeah. He also, they also both brush on the responsibility of being a performer, performing for thousands of fans just full of energy. 
And Pharrell says that it's humbling and overwhelming. And he says that it's important to decompress after. And he asks Namjoon what he's doing to decompress after. And Namjoon shares the, you know, the stress that he puts on himself. He can't help to because he's always aware that fans travel from all over the world. He used the permission to dance concerts in LA as an example, knowing that fans traveled from different continents to have been there at one of those concerts Mm -hmm. um, and that people are there to see them for just one night and he wants to give them all of the love and energy that he receives and he shares that because of that because he gives so much he still gets super nervous and sometimes even depressed by just all of the energy because of how much he drains himself But on the flip side of that, of course, he's just always so grateful to have the fans and he doesn't want to disappoint us in any way. And so they're just, I think in this moment, they're sharing both how they both really struggle with this and how Mm -hmm. the fans can easily become like a sea of energy that you're having to give and take from. And you have to make sure to still care for yourself and give to yourself too. Yeah. And so I think Pharrell is asking him, you know, what are you doing? doing to decompress and to give that back finding those other modalities to find fulfillment into your life yeah and that that decompression he's he's asking him like it's a necessity you know it's something that you absolutely need to be doing oh yeah 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 Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. (laughs) Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawke, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. RM continues to question about his role and responsibilities, especially after speaking with President Biden and speaking at the United Nations, while also having the role of a K-pop idol and his responsibilities as a K-pop idol. And he asks Pharrell, like, what am I, a diplomat or what? Like, it's very confusing. You know, he has his role with BTS and he talks about how he's a rapper and lyricist at heart but it's become so much more than that and that he feels like he needs to stop it all and take a step back to calm his mind Mm -hmm. and you know I really talked to you a lot about this where it's like BTS they escalated so quickly in their career you know and the fact that it got here where they're speaking at the United Nations and they're speaking at the White House on behalf of the Asian community it's something that they I'm sure never saw coming. Right. And, you know, I don't blame Namjoon for being like, where am I? How have I gotten here? Right. You know, and needing to take a step back. And I just think at least he knows that's what he needs to do mm-hmm. in this time to take a step back. Like it just all happened too fast. Right. And almost where he's he's stumbling, like, 
how did I get here? Right. He's feeling like he can't keep up with it all. You know, he's just sprinting and he's running. Mm -hmm. He continues to kind of go off of that and reflect on how he doesn't know how he's gotten from age 14 to 28 so quickly. Mm -hmm. And he asks Pharrell's advice on how to balance so many aspects of his life and his music career. And I think that Pharrell's response is really helpful to him. And I think especially after Namjoon's work with Balmain Tiger, I think that it definitely resonates with him because he saw it in action. He worked with a collaborative group because Pharrell's response is that being in collaborative groups such as Neptune's and Nerd, as well as releasing solo work on his own albums, as well as making music for others, has really allowed him to not feel stuck in one thing in one box and he gets to put on different hats and different masks and he enjoys stepping into those other roles and it helps him tap into a different creative side of himself and do things that he isn't able to do for himself and his own music yeah yeah and he really hits on this a lot like it seems like he's almost preaching this to namjoon it almost feels like he's telling namjoon hey producing for others and writing for others is maybe the route you need to go for a little bit. Um, We see Yoongi doing it Mm -hmm. and Yoongi seems to be thriving. (laughs) So there has to be such a benefit to your musical career and your creativity to maybe step away from your own projects for a little bit. For sure, because Pharrell says when he does that, he's able to come back to his own group refreshed and, you know, so enthusiastic and ready to go. Yeah. And I feel like that's definitely something that RM is is looking for and is needing. Yeah. Yeah. Namjoon also wonders, what if I don't like music anymore? Um, because of these various pressures that he's talked about in the interview, he shares that music is everywhere. Even when he's sad about music, it's still there. Like music is never going away. And sometimes he feels afraid of it and also afraid that it's not his first thing anymore Mm -hmm. that you know he's really fallen in love with visual art and that that seems to be more of a blissful safe haven for him than music like music once was for him and Pharrell immediately responds saying that this feeling is temporary Mm -hmm. and that it'll pass and speaking with from his years of wisdom you know like that is such a relief for mm-hmm. Namjoon. He says that he feels relieved yeah. hearing that it's temporary because yeah. he's very worried. And I don't blame him. You know, music has been his whole life up to this point, And mm-hmm. now he's like, it's not exactly number one right now for me. And Pharrell just so quickly, like, this is temporary. Like, right. oh, hey, yeah, been there, done that, been there many times. And he says, you know? there, yeah, so many times. Yeah. And there will be a moment that you'll come back to it. And it's all you're ever going to be able to think yeah. about music night and day. And it's all you're going to want to think about and do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I loved even watch, watching, watching the interview. Watching the interview. You could see the relief. The relief. And immediately sitting back, washed over him. And it was just like, as soon as Pharrell said it, Namjoon, trusted accepted it brought it in and was like okay it's because he said it's so laissez-faire very mm-hmm. matter of fact mm-hmm. like yeah that's temporary yeah. you know like it, it was like no big deal yeah Whereas I mean, you can tell it's been weighing on namjoon right he almost like was interjecting into namjoon lost in his thoughts about right. these feelings and he's like oh it's temporary like mm-hmm. you know just wait and this is somebody who has 
almost twice the amount of music career, you know, more mm-hmm. than twice the amount of music career that Namjoon has. And so that must just be very reassuring to him to know that it's just kind of, it's going in phases, it's going in cycles and like, it'll come back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they also discussed mutual projects that are, that are in the works. So we found out that BTS will have a song with Pharrell on his upcoming album called Friends, spelled with a PH, like Pharrell. Perfect. Um, and they both agree that, quote, the song is really fucking good. Like mm-hmm. to hear Namjoon say fucking good. Like, yeah. like okay, yes. <laughs> and then they also both alluded to Pharrell appearing on Namjoon's upcoming solo album to be released on November 25th. Namjoon saying it's about 90% of the way done for all being like hey you need extra help with that 10 percent um so we're expecting to see collab there yeah yeah so excited for the bts pharrell song for his album friends because the way that they were talking about it it sounds like it is just like epic like i'm picturing it as at like that that level like that kind of collab yeah you know like it just seems like it's got to be such a banger like i feel like it's a banger well pharrell is such a great musician such yeah. a great producer it has to be fantastic yeah, yeah yeah i'm so excited and i mean also to hear that we're getting namjoon's solo album yes. here at the end of november seems so quick like oh, we can't keep up <laughs> really though but so excited so we'll definitely our next episode will be on his of his course, album of course it will yeah 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 so the interviews ending quote is very impactful so at the very end pharrell you know, they basically prompt him to, does he have any final words of advice for RM? And Pharrell says, you know what? I would just say, continue to move forward, continue to be curious, and don't put any kind of pressure on what it is that you do by saying no absolutes. Like, oh, I will never do music again, or I will never X, Y, Z. I wouldn't do any of that. I I would just, and then RM says, no nevers, mm. no nevers. And Pharrell's like, no, nevers, just stay along for the ride. Just keep going. Arms like cruising, cruising. And William says, yeah, and just see where you end up because it's really interesting. Wow. And uh, I mean, he has a point. It's very mm-hmm. interesting to see where, P- where BTS has come from, where they are now, and very curious to see what's ahead because yeah. they've really come so far and, it, you know, they've come to to points in their career that no one would have maybe ever suspected for sure for sure their impact is like immense like it's it's really unbelievable yeah it really is unbelievable and they didn't expect it for themselves in army i think like we're continued to be surprised by their impact Mm -hmm. and i love how accepting Namjoon was of no nevers nevers. and just leaving that door open, not burning any bridges and just, you know, never stopping and never saying I'm done with this. Always leaving that door open to come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no absolutes. Like I do think he was so receptive to everything that Pharrell was Mm -hmm. saying. I felt like Pharrell was just like a wealth of wisdom, so willing to offer any kind of advice he could. One of my main takeaways that I just want to mention here before we wrap up the episode is that like we were talking about how Namjoon, he's going through a lot and you can see he's seeking advice because you can tell he really, he's looking for any kind of answers. He's wanting answers. But the truth of it is, and it's kind of heartbreaking for me, is that 
you know, he and BTS are in a position that really no one else has been in. Mm-hmm. And so he's seeking that advice. But truthfully, I don't, I, you know, I think people can give their best advice, but like no one really knows or is going through what BTS is going through. It's so unique, right? you know, and it's so it's kind of hard to give like such strict advice. It's not like, hey, mom, I'm buying my first car. Any kind of advice? You know, lots of people have advice right. on stuff like that. But like where he is at right now with the shift in heavy responsibilities mm. and these roles of like he's like am i a diplomat now i really started as an underground and, rapper you yeah. know like we already know that he struggled with identity you know with just persona but now to be at this level like i'm glad that he's taking a step back i think it's great that he's looking for advice but you know it's just such a unique position that you know it's no one's going to be able to give him a clear-cut answer yeah I love that you bring that perspective up because it's true that, you know, no other people have been in their position, like with their amount of impact, how well they're known around the world, what they've done, like as musicians, but also what they've done as like representatives for their country in various ways. There's no other musician who's doing what they're doing or what they're being asked to do by their country. I mean, there's for sure people who are working their ass off in the music industry, but you know, and there's other idols who are working hard just like BTS are, but they're Mm -hmm. also not going to the UN and putting on, you know, like, world expo concerts you know to bring right. the the world expo to busan and stuff yeah. like that so i love that he's able to get some advice from pharrell here and that as it was, a musician i feel like as a musician yeah like, yeah. He's, like especially like his his crisis of like music isn't my number one right, right. now and Pharrell to be so, I feel like that was so comforting for him to be like, this is temporary. Yeah. This I think is they normal. had such an open conversation about that. And mm-hmm. for at least Pharrell as a musician to know with right. how long his career has been, how, how much he's gone through in his own career, that it's going to be okay. And that he's going to be able to withstand and outlast, you know, like these struggles with role and responsibility and, and passion even, you mm-hmm. know, like it comes and goes. Right. Um, and so I think that this is something that, benefited Namjoon particularly Um, and it's got me really interested in his upcoming album and thinking about not only that Pharrell's going to be on there but just kind of thinking about what topics he's going to bring with us Mm -hmm. and you know what he's going to be telling us throughout his his music he said that he thought a lot about his beginnings and the start of his his rapping and k-pop career when writing this album so I'm curious to see that yeah, me too. Me too. BTS um, is a team. BTS is a team. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, he that did. He interjected out. that into the interview too. He's like, when you go back to your group, and he said, team. Team. You know, and which he said, he called them his team in, in Run also. It so. really resonates with us. Yeah. That he's saying team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, team seems so strong. Yeah. You know, yeah. So anyways, we hope that you Iconics enjoyed our very first Mini Mani. The Mini Mani series here. Yeah. It's so cute. Like I just, I'm excited to be in episodes and just being like, you know what? We're not going to get to it. You know, let's cover this in a mini money. For sure. Like, let's save it for a mini money. Right. You guys will, you know, hopefully we'll have mini monies coming out like on a week that we're not putting out a full episode. So mm-hmm. it can maybe kind of hold you over until then. Mm-hmm. But we definitely want to utilize it in that way because so often there's things that we 
don't have time to talk about the fact music awards right or that we (laughs) only get to talk about at the iconic hangout and we want to talk about it with all of you iconics and not just those of you that can make it to the hangout so right yeah anyways we hope that you enjoyed it please let us know what you think about the mini money mini money format and Mm -hmm. what you would like to see for mini monies you know in the future if you have any thoughts or feelings it's just so cute (laughs) yeah we love the name we think that it's adorable um we do want to say a special thanks to our vip iconics eileen michelle deja meg rachel robin emily madison holly and sophia of course let us know what you're thinking and feeling you know links for all the things in the description you guys know where it's at yeah yeah thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts (laughs) 